You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. Four, two, one, and you're in the collective conjecture of what we call PHPS. We are three, believe it or not, professional PHP developers who get together on a weekly basis and do this very podcast late at night and the cover of darkness. I am your host, Eric Van Johnson, and joining me this lovely... Tonight is my co-host John Congdon. I don't get the four two one thing. Or it's, I thought it was two forty eight. And my other co-host, who seems very distracted, Tom Rideout. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm slightly distracted. You got an animal gnawing at your foot over there? What's going on? That's John. That's, That's not me. That's me. That's your dog. Yeah. Yes. I can. I know the sound of a puppy when I hear it. That's definitely puppy action. He is just gnawing away at this thing. Crazy. So, John, four two one four two one Colix conjecture is something I learned today. It's basically the n plus one database issue that we have in coding. But for real math, and it's this cool thing. It's, it, it says uh, you can pick. Oh, I saw that. I- I saw that one where you yeah, multiply you by three any- plus one or divide in half, right? Right. So you pick any positive number, mm-hmm. and uh, or, yeah, po- and if it's an odd number, you divide or you multiply mm-hmm. by three and add, and add one. one. If it's a pos- if it's a positive number, you divide by two, and if eventually it's a even number. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. If it's an even number, divide by two, and eventually you will get stuck in a loop of four to one. It's one of these mathematical kind of things that... Uh, that we watch the same they, YouTube channels. <laughs> we, we totally do. And then I guess I guess if you if you use negative numbers, you, you have the possibility of getting caught in like th- three different loops. But yeah, I saw that today. I'm like, that's, that's so bizarre. I love stuff like that. Like little like hacks of life that, you know, just... That's, that's Steve Mould's channel, right? Is that where we saw that Stephen Mould? I don't. Uh, it's, it begins with a V. Here, I'll throw it in. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what his name is. And it's not proven that you always end up in that four two one. It's proven as far as they can count out so far. So there's a theory that mm-hmm. there's a possibility you could you could always be in a loop, or you could end up in an infinite. Uh, uh, spike, but they've never, they haven't gotten to that number. But that's just a theory. So much like your God, they haven't proven it, John. So it's just a theory. I don't well, have a God, so yeah, can't let, say me, it's let not, me throw that. Uh, it's not quite how a proof in. goes, though. <laughs> Trello here. I love, I love this stuff. I, I, I'm hooked on this new uh, YouTube channel, and I just binge watched the hell out of it. Today. What is it? Uh, it is, I'm moving the card over now, Velocity, or what was it called? Let me get back over there. Uh, ver, ver, Vertasum? Oh, Veritasum. Veritasum, yeah. 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 Just these, I, I, I enjoy this stuff. You're all, always learning, man. you got to always be learning. I, I love that stuff. So you, you, you equated it to 
databases. Was there an actual equation there? Or are you just saying it's... No, that's just what I thought of when they talked about it. It's the N plus one issue with doing database query or, or, or you know getting yeah getting caught in an n plus one where where you're querying something that's querying itself it's querying itself it's querying itself you get caught in a loop it's the same kind that's what i thought of when i saw that gotcha. like, oh yeah it's n plus one yeah i but they see call how it, you got they, there. they call it uh what do they call it three x plus one or i think is what they call three x plus one or three three n plus one i forget it's it was a it was a very interesting video and if and they tell mathematicians to ignore it and not try to solve it not try to solve it yeah what are they hiding john why don't they want it solved i want to know uh, yeah it was an interesting issue so all right question of the day i got a question for you guys because tom just seems just seems zoned the hell out okay question of the day in a fight to the death between sarah connor and and ellen uh ripley who wins who so sarah connor from term Sarah Connor from Terminator and Ellen Ripley from Aliens. Who wins? Discord, you're more than welcome to weigh in do, on this one. Do you have do you have to have seen the movies or can you flip a coin? Wait, you're well, saying you haven't seen, seen Terminator movies. or Aliens? I've seen Terminator. You haven't seen Aliens? Why would I see Aliens? That's like because it's, it's one of the top awesome. ten best movies ever made. If it was one of the top ten, I think I would have watched it. So you must be wrong. All right. I saw like bits and pieces when I was a kid, and I'm just not into gory movies. Tom, do you have an answer? There, not, there's no right answer. It's not gory. And yes, okay, Sarah, Sarah Connor, because Sarah I've seen... Connor. You think Sarah Connor? Why, why do you say Sarah Connor? Because Sarah Connor has a gun and is ready to use it and trusts no well, so one. Does, so does Riley. Uh, Ripley doesn't have a gun. Ripley has I mean, tools. Ripley's. Ripley has tools and... She, she has the big mecha suit. Come on. Right, but Ripley has failed multiple times, whereas Sarah Connor has never failed. Mm, that's a good point. Good point. Like Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor's always got a gun on her and doesn't trust any humans. Ripley has trust of humans and doesn't have a gun on her. Oh, so you're saying, you're saying, see, I, I guess in my head I have an <clears throat> equally matched, but you're saying like if they're just walking down the alley and they run into each other and decide to kill each other, uh, right. Sarah Connor would be more prepared. I see what you're I, I'm, I'm saying. Sarah Connor would decide to kill Ripley far I, before I, it would occur to Ripley to kill Sarah Connor. I want to know where this is coming from. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like I was just thinking about today. I like, I I like strong women. I like action packed women, and those are the two strongest, most action packed women I know in movies. And I just came up with the question: I wonder who would win in a, like a like a bar brawl or, or just a knife fight or just you know straight up trying to kill each other. And I just thought it'd be a good question to ask. So then, I mean, even, or, even, or you go to. Or you take him to Daytona Beach. Who's going to win in coleslaw wrestling? Even in that scenario, what? though, even in a bar scenario, it's still going to be Sarah yeah. Connor because of Earth's gravity. Ripley is a long-haul shipper who does not experience 100% Earth gravity. Gotcha. Okay, well, what, what if they were both in space, then? Both in space, then Sarah Connor would have the advantage, but or I'm sorry, Ripley would have the advantage, but Sarah Connor would adapt. It would be an even fight at that point. Con- Connor is definitely the more scrappier of the two. I yeah. Think, yeah, and wary. That. I mean, that that wariness is. You constant. do realize these people don't exist, right? I'm just putting that out there. Well, not yet. These all take place in the future. Exactly, John. God, dork. Jesus. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him. John's stomach is just going crazy tonight. <laughs> Alright, how was everybody's week? John, you want to start? 
My wife is home. I'm happy. <laughs> she she had a she had a fantastic trip, and I again so happy she went and got home today. We took the kids to the park and had a great day. I was, I got way more work done this week than I was really expecting to. <laughs> Haven't eaten in days though. Apparently, <laughs> there's the dog. The dog's just chewing on a shoe down there. <laughs> This is crazy. Um, I re- love editing I, this one. I <laughs> I released a, a a PR got merged. So again, in this legacy code base, they were we were using an old database layer. So when errors occur, it doesn't necessarily throw an exception. It returns an exception that you could either ignore or do something with. And as long as you don't try to act on it. When it is an error, errors go unnoticed. Makes sense so far? Being a legacy code base, you code on the happy path. So you don't really think about when errors happen. You just, you you say, hey, go do this thing in the database and you move on. I got very curious about how many errors were happening and what was going on, what we were, what was not being caught or handled. So I opened a nice little PR that in the place where an error is returned, it notifies Slack. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was a mistake. Just a steady stream. <laughs> yeah, if you have notifications, like machine. <laughs> if you have notifications on in that channel, you're not happy. The sad part was I put in there basically a rate limit. So I, I was trying to uh, hash a value and then put it in Redis and say, hey, don't tell me again about this error for, for an hour, trying mm. to avoid that issue. The problem is the hash was based on the query and the data in the query was always different. So the hash was always different. So we got mm. notified on every single wait, wait, wait. issue. The data in the query was always different? Yeah. Where there was an error, you go to insert something, in, you go to insert data when, into a table, the data is going to be different, right? No, because when you log a parameterized query, it just has question marks in the parameters. You realize I don't have parameterized queries in this scenario. That's a much bigger issue, isn't it? Uh, no, stop it. <laughs> that's, most that's of the queries the... are using most of the. It's not using prepared statements, so you don't have question marks. You have I'm I'm in the raw like database layer where it executes the query, where it actually sends the query to the database. Hmm. So. Anyway, long story short, that was not a good idea. So many query errors that we now get to go and find a way to clean them up. There you go. Maybe, maybe of... you should have Honey Badger. Honey Badger would take care of that for you. I... That's not Honey Badger. <laughs> Honey Badger. This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by HoneyBadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. Honey Badger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. 
And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, Honey Badger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to honeybadger.io and start your trial today. Thank you, Thanks, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. <laughs> you know, official <laughs> sponsor of PHP Ugly. Yes. It'd be nice if there was like a Honey Badger for podcasts because I heard there was a small issue with the edit last week. <laughs> Thank you for for calling me out on that one. I thank it you was. to our thank you to our Discord for calling us out on that one. Who was it that that I, noticed I, that? I do appreciate. It. I, actually, a couple people a couple people pinged me on it. Um, and it was funny because what, what did I miss? I had I had gone for I'll tell you here in a second. I'd gone for a drive and I was listening to it and I heard it. And, like, and what's what's worse so what happened is uh the first time i released the podcast from last week uh, i forgot to put the honey badger ad in there so as if that's not bad enough and fortunately for us we were okay but our voices were in there so like there was like the silence and just us going uh okay uh <laughs> thank you honey badger <laughs> oh fucking god honey badger oh god here we go Finish. <laughs> so I yeah, actually, no, I was, actually believe what we were saying was, I can't believe that they're giving us money for, for as poorly as we do on their ad rolls. <laughs> we love you, Honey and Badger, and we would do better we do. if we could, but we absolutely they, can't. They've been helping me out big time with my PHP roundtable because I have them deploying a PHP roundtable. Yeah, I, I, I've been migrating that application. Uh, so what happened yesterday? Uh, I forget what happened. Oh, I know what happened. Oh yeah, God, I really screwed up yesterday. I, I pushed something. I, I was I was making a change. I was I was uh, so um, the code that was in there. Each field, like description, show notes, all that. There was an HTML version and a Markdown version. And I'm like, ah, screw all this. I'm just going to do the Markdown version. So I've been stripping all that out, and I um. I, I've yeah, I pared it all down to uh, just Markdown, so I don't need HTML version. I just have Markdown in there, and then I, I let I have a package from Spotty that actually converts it to HTML for me. But I had screwed up when I was making that conversion on one of the templates, which just blew up the whole site. And like I did a deployment, and just exactly what we talked about, I think it was like last week or the week before. I did a deployment and immediately got a page from Honey Badger saying, "Hey, you have an error on your on your website." I'm like, "Holy crap! What did I break?" And I go there and I'm getting a 500. I'm like, "God damn it!" So I figured. I mean, it was no big deal. I, I had forgotten to change the, uh, a variable, so I was referencing a variable that wasn't being set in one of the templates, and it was easy to fix. But Honey Badger has been having my back on the the migration of uh, PHP Roundtable. And I have to give a big shout out. So a couple of people in our Discord, when I talked a couple weeks ago about, oh, look at that, PHP Roundtable stickers. Oh, John's holding up PHP Roundtable stickers, which he got today. Oh, they're so pretty. Die did, cut did and fancy. But, but what I didn't understand was this one. Uh-oh. What's... what's what you? That's the tiny ones. It's the tiny ones like these. But it's a button. But it's a no. That wasn't a sticker. What you got buttons it's or a, or um like pins. Pins. Oh, is that <laughs> what the pin look like? Let <laughs> yeah, me see you, it again. You, Hold it up. So you got Not the that pin side, back. You idiot. Let me see. You got the pin back side, and it's upside oh. down. 
actually. It's a circle. It can't be upside down. Yeah, what are you talking it about? It can be when the pin is not in the center and the back. <laughs> when the, when I mean, the pin is not in the center, there is a top and bottom. Thank you very much. That is that is creative problem creation. <laughs> did you get did you get the small stickers like this? I yes, I did. Chill. I haven't gotten Oh, okay. Yet. Yeah. I, I forgot about we, the pins. We got the small stickers. Oh. I like the small stickers. Now, what we need like to do is get those, stickers. get the little tiny Coke baggies and put one sticker in each baggie. That's exactly just, what I was thinking yeah, about doing. <laughs> drop them around the conferences. Have people come up to me and just like slide them to them. You know? Yeah. Keep it on the deal. I've got a, I, I got a spare dime bag around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was saying a couple weeks ago how, uh, I was using Nova on PHP Roundtable, and I was thinking about not doing that, and I was debating um, writing my own admin backend. So Sam, Sam, you had an admin backend, but it, you know I had to go through it all, and I just didn't feel like doing that. So I throw Nova on there, but then I started thinking, well, if somebody ever wants to help me out with this code base, or if I ever want to open source it, I can't have Nova on there. So I wanted a, <clears throat> I wanted another solution, and quite a few people. In our PHP Ugly Discord at discord.phpugly.com, if you are curious, uh, come and join the chat. I mean, it goes uh, goes all show long and all week long, and we're all in there. But a few people in Discord suggested Filament, uh, which is a admin interface built on the tall stack, which is Tailwind, Alpine.js, Laravel, and Livewire. Um so obviously, you know, they, they know they they know my my what attracts me to a package. They they had me at LiveWire, right? So I go ahead and I, I install this and it you know it works it's working. I'm like, okay, this I can I can do this and yeah, I'm kind of fumbling my way through it and trying to figure things out. Then the the creator and maintainer, one of the creators and one of the maintainers of the package jumps into our Discord and says, Hey, you know, I'm here. If you have any questions, let me know. So I've been pinging him all week. I'm like, hey, uh, how do I do this? How do I do <laughs> and they're this? like, how do I get out of this Discord channel? Yeah. <laughs> what did I get myself so, into? You'll, so you'll notice that line 352 of the user license, it states explicitly that Eric cannot use this package. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I, uh, I told him today, I'm like, uh, I, I uh, yesterday, I pulled out all my Nova stuff and now PHP Roundtable is being powered by uh, filament on the back end. It's it's cool, man. It works uh, works well. It's I got all the interfaces swapped out in in like a couple of days and I'm pretty happy with it. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. In our if you go to our Livewire uh, channel in Discord, that's where him and I have been talking a lot. So you can kind of see our conversation down there. But we yeah, do have been, too many channels. I know, I know, but you know, what can I say, man? I don't think we really don't. Like any other Discord channel has like thirty or forty channels. So that's because people are weird. What, what are we at? Seven, eight, but not not all as active. Ten. S D P H P one is pretty gray there. You know, if you ever wanted something to do. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I'm not I'm not I'm barely making it to to conferences. Like I want to go to Longhorn, but that's going to be a stretch. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to try and find somewhere for a local local meetup currently. Stupid Delta variant. 
Stupid Delta. So I do have a PSA for all my PHP peeps out there. Anybody actually listening, this this applies to anyone. It's fine. Um, if you listen to the PHP Roundtable, the the reboot of PHP Roundtable, we had Joe Ferguson on, and Joe is um, very much. Uh, he's one of the organizers of uh, open sourcing mental health. Yep. Which is which is what the PSA is. So it used to be OSMI, open open source mental illness. They have officially changed their name to open source mental health. OSMI or OSMH. H. Yeah. So their their uh, their Twitter handle like has been that- updated. Yeah, that's smart. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think we all agree. Like once we heard, it, it's like, oh yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Very good. You know? mm-hmm. So the Twitter handle now is OSMH Help. Um, but it's same organization. Nothing else has changed. It's everything's the same. They just changed changed the name. So uh, yeah, that's your PSA for this week. I got some good other job, interesting, uh, some other interesting open source stuff. Uh, phpschool.io is the open source learning platform for PHP. They've got a bunch of uh, stuff to teach you PHP for free. And they released their new uh, workshop, which is PHP 8 Appreciate. It is an interactive workshop that goes... Do you have to rhyme in your code? No. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) I'd be screwed. Let me me check. No. it walks you through a lot of the uh, the new features of PHP 8 and gives you examples and has you test out some stuff and uh, gets you up to speed with what's going on, which I really like because the PHP 8 stuff is cool and I want to use it as soon as I can. So I'm going to be going through this uh, this <coughs> workshop course. And What was that URL again? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, can you put that in Trello? Yeah, I was going to grab it. Yeah, phpschool.io. There's... Um, there's so many things in PHP 8 that I can't wait to be able to use. Well, I've been really enjoying uh, short functions, which I know isn't PHP 8, but uh, mm-hmm. I've been doing you a use lot it more of, and more. Well, I've been do I've been doing a lot of uh, math for reporting, and mm-hmm. using them in collection methods is just so simple and nice. Um, doing map reduce combine uh, filter like all this stuff that I would normally spend, you know. 10 for each loops to do one at a time. Mm-hmm. It's like now, no, I don't, I don't have to create the object I want to compare to because I can just reduce the same collection or map the same collection twice and compare the two maps together in one line. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I have, I have a, a nice dense 10 line block of code that if you're not familiar with collections and short functions would be almost impossible to read. But as, as soon as you understand short functions and get how they work, like it's just this, the slickest little collection of stuff. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. that's part of the problem is the readability and the understanding. Well, I like the way that PHP has done it. I like the, the arrow function. You, you can't bracket it. You don't have the return. You can't do multiple operator comparisons. It's just boom, boom, boom. Simple stuff. I'm sure we've talked about it before. Uh, Adam Wadman has a, a great ebook, Refactoring to Collections, that I, I often find myself turning arrays into collections so that you can use those functions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the map that reduced. I mean, PHP has some of them built in already, but a, a, a collection library has so many more uh, options available well, to you. And, and it's the more syntax. fluent. Yeah. 
the syntax for it, like array sum instead of just sum. Mm-hmm. The the sum method on a collection is the same as array sum on an array, but it's cleaner looking. It's nicer. It's mm-hmm. now we talked last week about generators. Did you know that there is a generator collection object in Laravel? No, no. I did not. Yeah, so if you instantiate a generator collection instead of a collection, then all of its looping functionality is based off of yields and generators instead of off of for each loops or off of the standard array for each loops. <clears throat> how often, again, not being a Laravel developer, how often are you instantiating a collection? I thought I thought Eloquent just returned a collection. You can have it return a different type of collection. The return object can, can be changed or you can convert a collection into a resource collection or uh, not a resource, a uh, generator collection. Generator generator? collection. Yeah. So, so how would you use, I guess I would have to look at that because well, I'm not sure how you would use the yields. I mean, well, you still you want, it's, it's, it it's built into that collection, but if you already have a collection and you're converting it, it's already in memory. So what is it? What does that get you? Right. Right. So iteration over large data sets in collections can be slow. The idea is that a resource collection... Generator collection. A a generator, sorry. A generator collection will improve performance during the processing of large data sets. Well, it also looks like this is is the logic behind their lazy collection as well. Yes. I'm I'm sorry. That is what they they call it. Lazy collections. Lazy collections. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that that's now I understand the benefit to it. Now that you say that the lazy collection, like like Tom said, it's designed for huge data sets. The lazy collection handles handles that and uh, uh, loads it and everything. So it lo- loads uh, only when you go to get it versus right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That is, I didn't realize that was what was powering. You confuse the lazy us. You collection. confuse us with generator collection. We've <laughs> yeah, they are generators, but it's not a generator collection, right. or it's not called generator collection. It's yeah, yeah. Good job, man. Always good to know. So related to that, a, hmm? I. I I saw a very cool article called The Evolution of a PHP Object Throughout the Years. And it starts in 5.6. And is, it's that, a, is that like the evolution well, of dance? Why, why no, they not start, nearly as cool. They should have started at 4. That would have well, made this much cooler. Couldn't, it couldn't be 4. Why? Because it's specifically about objects. Oh, 4 okay. had objects. <laughs> 4 did not have object-oriented programming. Yes, they did. It, it came in 5. No, it did not. That, that it? was in, in 5.2 was officially supported. PHP 4 had objects your constructor was the name of the class <laughs> well so okay. <laughs> they had objects <laughs> so we've explained already why they didn't start at four <laughs> but it could have you can see the evolution of hey look look how stupid we were back in four and how we've improved to now stop well, this this is an interesting uh, objects it's a very simple DTO with uh, three immutable um, parameters, and they're they're made immutable by being private uh, private oh, parameters. Yeah, Without so you can't setters. access them. You can't access them directly, and then it creates the setters for each one. Getters, the, sorry, it no creates setters. the getters. Yeah, it creates the getters for each one of these three. So it comes in at you know seventy lines or something like that. Um, PHP seven introduced some uh, some type hinting stuff. Mm-hmm. Gave it uh, some uh, uh, intersection types for that type so that you, type setting. Mm-hmm. So you're you were uh, able to get rid of the 
dock block around the parameters into the constructor. Right. Uh, and then we got nullable. In 7.1, we got nullable types. So you, if you didn't have a published at date for your blog article, you could say, well, this might return null by adding a question in front of the a question mark in front of the, the type cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it sort of skips over 7.2 and 7.3 and gets into 7.4 with typed properties. So now that the property... Yeah, the property itself is typed. Uh, and oh, I see that. Yeah. You can do some very interesting stuff with type properties. Uh, it can return an object type and all sorts of stuff. But then 8 gives us promoted properties as well as trailing commas in, uh, in argument declarations. It's funny we say that. Like, that, that's, a, that's a feature. It's like, wait, do we not have trailing commas? Like, no, I guess we did it. But we yeah, do have, it yeah, like, we do for arrays, but we just don't for arrays for right. methods. Yeah. Uh, so now that's yeah. some methods. Simple little change, but then we get down to 8.1, <clears throat> which adds, <laughs> Ooh, 8.1 adds, adds the uh, read only properties as well as uh, newable in constructors or in in uh, arguments you can have a new you know published at equals new date time immutable stuff like that so this 70 they're, line they're thing not sh- yeah they're not showing that in this example not in so this example was that 81 <clears throat> that's 81 uh but this example is now eight lines of code instead of 70 lines of code you get rid of all the doc blocks all the boilerplate declaring what your variables are going to be fascinating yeah, it is. It is quite interesting. Uh, it it makes creating uh, data transfer objects seem extraordinarily simple now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you you can define if it has a getter and setter based off of the visibility and the mutability in the constructor. Oh wait, does so if you set it in the constructor as public without the read only it provides a getter and a setter well but you can access the variable directly which means you oh that's true that's true that's true if, you, if it was sorry that was stupid right so if it was if it was private but not read only then you could not do anything to it from outside but you could edit it from inside so you could create a setter um, but if it's yeah if it's public and not read only you can get and set true it, yeah that was that was stupid <laughs> It's not creating the methods for you. You just have access to the variable because it's on the object. Right. And, of course, it is uh, because it's got the type hinting on the variable itself, you actually have a getter and a setter that is type strict as well. So, very cool stuff. That would have been a good one to share your browser on. Would have been. Can't do that right now, though. Nothing works correctly. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do we have problems? I've always got problems. Not, Not on this show. I've been working on math all week. My brain is fried. <laughs> uh, I'm doing calculations for standard deviation, which is... Really? Yeah. You're doing calculus in code? Yeah. Nice. It's not too hard. It's, it's, you have a variance that starts at, one point, or at 0.0, and you iterate over your collection of values and increase the variance by the power of the iteration minus the average squared. And then you square root the variance. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, and then you square root the variance divided by the number of so items in the collection. Are you coming up with the, the equations? Or no. did somebody say, here's what you God, need to do, oh, and you God, just need to code God, it? no. No way. I am just taking this straight off a of Stack Overflow. <laughs> 
you don't have somebody like that's giving you the task saying here's how it needs to work. So I have a I have a worksheet from one of our analytics companies that says how they calculate standard deviation or how they, well, actually it's how they calculate a trend, a moving trend, which is the mean balance over the first 15 days minus the mean balance over the last 15 days divided by the standard deviation of the total period. Are you trying to put our listeners to sleep? I've been on this all week. It is, it is eye blurring. It is bad, but I'm done with it. Now I just have to I've had my tests own. for it. <laughs> I've had my own math fun. Yeah. This week. Yeah. I logged into my to to my uh oh what am I trying to say? My not my health insurance, my my medical place and my my bills are paid off for my last heart attack. I'm so excited. Right. It was the final month. Finally Don't get done. too excited though because you know that's what got you in there the first time. Second time. Just keep it down. Jesus. The first one was paid off. Second one happened. Let's not have a third one. That'd be good. Yeah, let's try not to do that. Hey, John, John, buddy. Okay. I know. Yes. I know. We're talking about. I know we're talking about Longhorn, and we're. In, I don't. I don't know if we're encouraging people, but we're excited that Longhorn is having an in-person conference and going to make an effort to get there. I, I, I'm being I'm being guilty. I, I found out on PHP Roundtable that not only is Joe Ferguson speaking at Longhorn, but Sarah Goldman speaking at Longhorn as well. Yes, I saw that. So, so, is, so, so is friend of the show, Andy Snell. And I might not be going. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what happened? It's not even the conversation I wanted to have, but... What what's going on? You were the only one of us that was definitely going. I know, and the the Delta variant situation in Texas is not great. That's it's yes. Luckily, it's two months away, so I'm hoping things change. Yeah, it's te- Texas and Florida. I've given up on those two. They're they're like they're like dying appendages on this country right now. It's we it's the way real, they're being ran. It's rough. Um, and and I know people who've had the shot and gotten the variant, and you know it's they're a not, very small percentage, and they you mm, only you, you only get sick. Don't mean me. I, 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 I I'm following the I'm following the numbers. I am so not. It, you know, there you go. It, yes, you you can still get it even if you're vaccinated. It's a small percentage of vaccinated people who who get who small. still get it. And when even those people who get it, it's even a small. It's like less than one percent who actually like. Well, from my understanding, like dying. Yeah, from my understanding, it's a bad couple days. If you've got the if you've got the vaccine and you get the Delta variant, you have a bad couple days. Um, mm-hmm. My issue is. I have three people in my house who are immunocompromised. So oh, that's, a, that's, that, that, that's different. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I would or, really mind, or 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 you say I have to go, and then I have to quarantine for a couple weeks. When I get back, leave me alone. Or you just you just live in Texas. You don't you don't Which, really like Colorado. Listen, you're Colorado. Go, was a governor or crazy lady there in Colorado is, is just oh, as crazy good as Lord. Texas people. So no, she's not She's not part good. of my district. She's got her own district. She can go be crazy elsewhere. <laughs> she is nuts. Well, I hope you can make it. Like like John said, it's still a few months away. I, I think we, we need to commit here like in the next month if we're going to get plane tickets and hotel and all that. Yeah. 
but I'm watching the numbers. Yeah. See, you have immuno immunocompromised. I have little kids that can't get vaccinated, so I can't bring something back to them. Yeah, Sarah's but they bounce right Sarah's back. Sarah's kids are tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you let them. You let them play with dirt, no. right? No. <laughs> Go out there, no. roll around. They are, get they, are herm- they are hermetically sealed every day. No, my kids are filthy. So anyways, where I was going with that is I'm hoping to lo- go to Longhorn. That is my intention. We'll see how this whole Delta variants go. I, I have a little bit more freedom offered to me because, you know, I'm an adult and I can make my own decisions. Not, not saying anything <laughs> bad about you two. Not calling you two out. I'm just saying I'm an adult. But what I was going to say, John, what I was going to say, John, is I think you and I need to commit to going to Black Hat next year. Black Hat is going on currently. Vegas? And yes, in Vegas, which I haven't been to Vegas in like years now. And uh, I've always wanted to go to Black Hat. And I just never have. And we should go to Black Hat next year. Wait, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of DEFCON. Why are you thinking of Black Hat what, instead of DEFCON? Why, why, what's, what's drawing you to Black Hat other than it's Vegas and you want to go? I don't know Vegas that it's... Vegas security. No, I don't know that it's Vegas. Stuff. Black Hat's in Vegas, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's at the Bay. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, in, it's in Vegas. I mean, I huh. get, I'll go to DEFCON too. DEFCON scares me. Yeah. yeah, I'll go to DEFCON though. I mean, I'll go to DEFCON, but I'm not going to have my phone on me. I'm not going to take a laptop nope. with me. Nope. I'm not going to have any credit cards on me. <laughs> I'm not just. <laughs> I'm going to just go there in like a like a like a like a loincloth or something like a caveman <laughs> and just walk around. I don't trust anybody. Uh, hey, uh, Eric, you got a vulnerability go, back your loincloth. Okay, so you're leaking data. <laughs> I would I would go to I'd go to DEFCON too, but Black Hat or DEFCON, either one, either one. I mean, Black Hat is is a little bit more company focused, like like professional folk. I would go to DEFCON just to play Spot the Fed because that's one of the games. I don't even know if that's still something they do. Oh, every every year, like so many. Yeah, no, every oh. year they Spot the Fed. It's a, a cargo shorts, Hawaiian shirt, and a crew cut. Huh. Obviously, well, that, I don't pay enough attention. Everybody can wear that. I'm on game. I'll do it. I'll do it. I look like a fed. I can look like a fed. You do. You definitely look like a fed. Yeah. Can we have the earpiece? 100%. How else cool. are we going to do it? Have the drone <laughs> following behind you? <laughs> uh, Dana, you wish you could get a longhorn. Why Why can't you get a longhorn? The only way to go to DEFCON safely is to summon a demon from the other world to go on your behalf. Uh, Tom, Tom said he wouldn't go, so. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> John's coming up with some good titles. Are we got titles going? That's awesome. John, are you are you sending your titles? He he did one. De- Detective Loincloth would be a good one too. Uh, I don't sure, know about I'm that. Sure I can come up with the- Come up with a thumbnail for that one. Good. Hey, I got for a question sure. for you guys. Since you guys are just full of content this this week, I, and I, and I do do. <laughs> I thought we've had some good conversations so far, but we have. I, uh, I, I, just, I hope I hope to, I hope to continue it because I, I just ran got into rid of my content shortly before the show started. So I'm I ran no into something full. this week, and I fixed it. And then I started second guessing myself. So I um I'm working on a project. They want to chat. <laughs> they want to chat, and I'm like, "Hey, I could build the chat with LiveWire. That's that's no big deal." And I'm like building the stuff out, and I'm figuring everything out. And I start, 
I, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to uh, how to best uh, handle um, notif- no, like notifying when messages have been read read, and I, I'm like doing some research, and I come across a package, and I'm like the code was like very like the database schema was very close to what I had. I'm like. Well, shit, there's a package here. I basically already have the database schema. You know, let me go and deploy this package because it's it's falling right in line with the code I'm, I'm working on. So I, I saw it. It's called a... I think, let me add this to Trello. I, didn't, I hadn't anticipated doing this, but I will I will do it. Uh, it's called Chatify. And I even believe it is... I believe it's... Uh, Livewire as well, actually. Of course, it, it would be Livewire. Uh, I think that's how I stumbled onto it. <clears throat> and um, so I install I install the package, and then I, I'm going back through and I'm making my uh, modifications, my customizations to it, so that it looks like it belongs on the site, and I can like tell the client that I actually did all that coding. No, I mean, uh, so it looks right <laughs> on the site. But uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm. I'm going through the code, and for whatever reason, uh, the, the 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 HTML, the templates, they don't have like HTML tags, head tags, body tags. It's just all code. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, he must be doing something. Like he must be adding it in his class because it all it all uh, it all renders fine. I, I never bothered to look at source. It was all rendering fine. So I like I just like start deep diving the code. I'm like I can't find out where this guy's adding the head and body uh, tags. Now the head and body code is there, just no tags. So I just you know I, I'm like let me look at the let me look at the source code of the page when it loads, and there's no head or body tags. Is there ever a reason for that? Like is there like something about that? that I'm missing because I added them and it's the page still renders perfectly fine, but I can't figure out why they weren't there. Well, if you're going to embed it in another page, then you don't want head and body tags, but it has the HTML but, opening and closing tag, right? No, so it's no, different. it didn't have that. It, it didn't have the HTML opening and closing. And, and oh. it, it, it it's loading its own CSS. It's like loading CSS and stuff like that, that you'd normally put in the head. It's just the head, the head tags not there. Yeah, it's well, probably just it, for easy embedding. <clears throat> yeah, because that's come back because you why, don't why need would... you don't need CSS to be in the head. Yeah, that's just a practice for performance reasons. Oh, it's if you if you don't have the CSS in the head, if you don't have the CSS in the head, then what you'll have is the page re-renders once the CSS is successfully downloaded later on. So it'll repaint the the canvas which you don't want happening for performance reasons but if you put the css just elsewhere or the javascript just elsewhere it'll still work <clears throat> hmm. but but to my point to what i was saying earlier it didn't even have html tags either but it, that would also same, be for same thing, i guess yeah exactly yeah. but now i have questions about for a hmm. chat thing why liveware isn't the best option for that right because isn't that just polling absolutely is wait 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 I'm asking a real question. Don't ever say those words. Ever say those words. Yes, it's the right one. No, I'm sorry. What, what, what's your question? So doesn't Livewire work by polling? So if Livewire polls now and then a new message comes in, you're not going to know about it until it polls again versus now, being be clear, notified saying, that there's a new. You're saying polling, P-O-L-L-I-N-G, not P-U-L-L. Poll, yes. P-O-L-L-I-N-G. Yes. yes. Or polling. And that, Same that, thing. 
in this case. It's mm-hmm. it's the JavaScript reaching back to the server saying, "Hey, is there anything new?" And there's there is a delay in there, and I don't know how often LiveWire is saying, "Hey, is there something new?" And at you scale, set, how does that work? You set that rate in in the LiveWire object. <clears throat> so let's see, Michael uh, Dorinda, well, how does how does event broadcasting work? How does it get from the server back to the WebSocket, Why don't you let me browser? You asked me the question. Why don't you let me answer the question? My, I've already put Michael, the link. Michael Dorinda. Michael, how does this work? I've already put the link in the freaking... It's very interesting. I'd actually <laughs> like to hear a lot more about this. Laravel Echo. Okay, so that's the Node Yeah, program. look, that's the link I put in there. I put the link. Fucking Dorinda. Eric's working on his first heart attack now. <laughs> He's turning red. <laughs> this is it. Like everybody gives me shit for talking over and interrupting people. When I try to let them talk, they, they end up asking other people the question. And don't even give no. me a chance to reply. No, okay, Eric. No, seriously. Yes, how does John. This, how did? How does this that, work? How do- that is an excellent question, John. And yes, you would normally be correct. Uh, Livewire works off a polling mechanism. But Livewire also has integration into Laravel Echo, which is the uh, Java uh, synchronous Java thing that they do with Pusher. So you you enjoy you you add this Echo component, this Laravel Echo component to your Livewire, and you're getting everything in real time. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah's killing me. <laughs> oh my god, people are driving me crazy. So yes, all right. Live all right. Wire so Laravel Echo Laravel is going Echo. through Pusher. It's Laravel going Echo through... is going through Pusher. Yes, yes. Okay. That's correct. All right. So it's cool because even it does the whole when the other person starts typing, you see the typing, you you see that they're active and they're typing and all that other stuff. So it's it's yes. very very good. So yes. Okay. I I was going to ask why LiveWire versus using something like Firebase where you get that real time, but you're using pusher to get that same WebSocket connection correct via pusher at that moment. That's correct. Yep. Okay. That's the part I was missing. So uh, Livewire again is always the right answer. <laughs> Laravel Echo does contain a server component if you want to run a, a node server on your own. So you don't necessarily have to go through pusher. You can do WebSockets through node yeah that's that's true uh the, the client and and, you, and there are other services you can use <clears throat> the, the client specifically asks for pusher which pusher is one of the easiest ones to use with Laravel. yeah uh did so you guys uh, you can i'm sorry i'm going back to that one more time so you're saying if you're running your own node server but then you're responsible for maintaining all these WebSocket connections to a server that you need to make sure yep. you have scalability on right that's correct thank you michael dorinda for answering our question <laughs> You guys following? Sorry, uh, I had to. You guys following Trongate at all? No. Yes, you were. Don't don't put your don't put your thumb up. You didn't do anything. All you did is help annoy me. Trongate. Wait, how am I following that? I don't even know what that is. It was in It was it was in Discord. It's a lengthy conversation. Uh, actually, no. This you, one was you respond. So this was in Slack oh, as well Slack. as Discord. Yeah, I believe. I was gonna say we we talked about it. You um, responded to it, Eric. Yeah, we did do I, this one in I, Slack. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I didn't anyway, Trongate. Good. What is a Trongate? So, uh, Trongate is not the controversy around Tron. It is the controversy around Trongate because that is what he's called this new framework. Uh, former developer of Codeigniter. Oh, that is that who that is? Uh, David Connolly. Uh, 
A quick quote from the Slack channel. I guess that David Connolly chap is a bit of an ass. <laughs> don't, don't be calling their people out like that. Come on. Oh, yeah. oh you got to see it. <laughs> I think it was Frank that said the, the first the first comment on this Reddit post sums it up well. Right. And that's so what I went and I read. The first comment on the Reddit post, uh, because it, it was announced on Reddit, uh, uh, Trongate is ready to drop. And <clears throat> the first comment sort of goes through the Trongate website, trongate.io, and throws its hands up in the air after finding, let's say, 15 significantly horrible ideas and <laughs> says, I, ca- I can't keep reading this. I've got, I've got too much other shit to deal with. It's pointless. Um. Uh, so the quotes here, uh, no command line, no git, no composer.far, no YAML, no packagist. This is, this is features of Trongate, the framework. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't want any of those things. Those things are all helpful and good. Uh, simply download the free Trongate desktop application. So proprietary application <laughs> to install this framework. Uh, then it self-updates another industry first, which that is, I mean, you guys know, is not an industry first. Um Lots of stuff self updates, uh, but it asks, Windows all the time. Yeah, it, it asks you if it's if it's okay to update. Apparently, this one does not ask. Uh, Trongate is also the first we, PHP we, framework. We don't. We don't. We don't. Hey, 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 we don't need to go through and tear, tear this guy a new one. I mean, well, we I think go to the Reddit thread. <laughs> I mean, I, I, so honestly, when I saw this come across on Slack, I. I didn't look that closely at it. I literally clicked on the YouTube link. I watched the guy. He never seemed to get to explaining to what it was. I lost interest and moved on. I didn't really care about it. Reading this thread, listen, I don't want to knock somebody who puts a lot of time and effort in developing packages and then not be like, but yes, I don't normally. I, I, I agree. I think this and if, if we if we want to have a, a, a higher level conversation about some of these decisions, we can. But well, we don't okay. need to pick this guy's. So <clears throat> let's apart. let's start with the core concept of reinventing the wheel and how, as developers, okay. not only do we we do it all the time. Not only do we not want to reinvent the wheel, yep. it's considered bad practice to reinvent the wheel. Um, you don't write your own crypto libraries for a very good reason. This is all of that. Uh, no framework-specific libraries. The whole thing is written from scratch. No template engines, no unit testing, ORMs, migrations, or service containers. So, like, he's he's just trying to reinvent every single thing mm-hmm. in the fra- in the framework concept, and I and and with no explanation to why, as any anyone can get. So, like, well, why does he want to replace Packagist? Why does he think Packagist is bad and needs to be replaced? Never says. Never says a single time, like, why? Um, mm. And from the story that I read, uh, he was uh, he was lead on one of the big projects. Um, I want to say it was either Zend or it was Code Igniter. And when they transitioned to a new structure, he, he did not get put in charge of the project and got very angry and quit. Oh, that sounds like Zend, then, if, if, it's, uh, if that was the case. I, I don't uh, know what you're talking about, but... As far as like a structure change, let me, Zen, Zen went through the whole. Good. Yeah, let me look it up because that that seems Zen to be a core branding. Yeah, it seems to be a core part of why he's abandoned uh, everything <laughs> to do with how PHP is done. <clears throat> yeah. The, <clears throat> so it was shared that uh, within the GitHub, one of the commit messages: is, "I totally know what I'm doing." 
on on one of the very main files. It's it's funny. So now now it's not that this this is exactly the same thing, but I will say if I remember a certain framework when it was picking up a lot of steam by the name of Laravel, coming under a lot of criticism for the decisions that they were making as well, or he was Taylor was making as well, which you know has proven over time that you know the, if they weren't right decisions then he he raided the ship at some point but you know that's that's a fair point it, it, it's hard with open source in this specific commit you can see that they did they merged something in but didn't resolve the conflicts and then pushed it up so this whole commit is removing the merge conflict issues <laughs> just funny well, and I mean, it's Laravel was always stated this as is, as the framework for artisans, whereas this appears to be the framework for very angry people who hate PHP. <laughs> is this an open source project? Yes. Well, I'm assuming because uh, yeah. the code is out there. Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't understand the desktop app portion of it. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing a repo. I'm not where's the GitHub repo? It, oh, here it is. It is yeah. David J. Connolly slash Trongate dash framework. Um yeah, the readme is two lines. The 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 license Three. is well you're on a wide MIT. The readme so the current readme on master is every time somebody gives the Tron Gate framework a star on GitHub, middle managers and self-appointed PHP aficionados start crying like babies. Oh, God. <laughs> so I don't understand why you would develop a PHP framework if you hate PHP so much. I mean, it really seems... We shall like- make PHP great again. <laughs> Oh shit! That is it. Oh shit! Give Target a star on GitHub, and together we shall make PHP great again. Oh god! Oh, it's okay. that is terrifying. Like Eric said, we we don't need to tear him a new one. Kind of looks like we do. He wrote his own copyright license. <laughs> what do you mean? He, he no, he uses MIT, right? Yeah, and then he modified it, so it's not the MIT license. Oh, well, how do you modify? Oh, how do you know he modified it? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's his, a change his, log his to author it. stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's author author information. Oh, I see. It's just version versions numbers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. I you know he's got executables for for Mac, Windows, and Linux. Like, why would you do that? This, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, um, yeah, but apparently it's uh uh. It's, Eight times faster than Lumen. So Lumen uh, was Zen. Yeah, it's faster than like Lumen. Uh, no, Zend was Zend is uh, Lumen. No, Lumen is the the Laravel one. Oh, you're right. As uh, Zen is, uh, uh, it starts with an L as well. Uh, God, what the hell is it called? What's the new? Oh, Jesus, make me look this up. L- Luminous, Luminous, or something, or Laminos, Laminos. Misspelled. Oh, misspelled. I'm sorry, I'm not listening. I- yeah. yeah, he misspelled Lumen in Thanks, his uh, misspelled Lumen in his benchmark. <laughs> All right, God, are we still this, talking about this? Or some of this? No, no. Some of this sounds on. like if I were to try and write my own framework. <laughs> no insane frequent rewrites. While they quote unquote rewrite their frameworks, we rewrite history. Yeah, you can't put they in quotes like that. That does not mean what you think it does. <laughs> my kids can put anything in quotes. Thank you. And when I say they can put anything, I mean they can put anything in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they think they've learned the art of uh, being sarcastic. Sarcasm. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> they will repeat everything and then put quotes around it or air quotes around it. Uh, that was fun. Right. Eric, you wanted the you wanted the topic to end. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know, Tom. Yeah, you'll notice that his his benchmark does not contain Falcon benchmarks in it. Falcon is fast as hell. Uh, uh, Is Kevin in there talking about Falcon? Yeah, Kevin, you you know that. uh, Kevin did a uh, did a presentation for us here in San Diego at uh, when we used to have when when Tom used to care about I mean when John used to care about the community and we had a SDPHP meetup. Kevin did a presentation on Falcon, and Falcon is fast. As fuck. Yeah. Holy crap, Falcon's fast. Here's how fast it is. That it, presentation, it, it, 48 seconds. He he was clicking around. I'm like, is he waiting to start? What what's this what's he clicking on? It's it was the site. It was the site he was clicking on. I'm like, Jesus God. I'm I'm sure it was all local. I mean I'm, I'm sure but God, it was quick. My local. I stuff have a question for you guys. Wait on us, John. Do do you have experience when you're working? with workers that hit an external API and how to deal with rate limits. Yeah, you do uh, uh, incremental retry delays. I do that. I didn't know if there was anything more to it. Well, what I... So here's what I here's what I've done in the past. I call them and tell them that I'm giving them money and I'd like to keep giving them money, but I'm hitting rate limits. And usually I, that I, takes about 12 hours to fix. I will try that, but I don't think HubSpot cares. They've got plenty of money. There are, there are usually ways of extending rate limit values for customers. I am, I am sure I am being inefficient, although it's, it's hard because we've got so many members and we have to hit different, uh, portals on HubSpot. So maybe, maybe there is something to that. My current solution is we, we do that. We, Instead of delay, it's usually a random between it ten minutes and an hour or something, so that it kind of spreads Oy. it out. What an hour delay on a job? When you, th- I had yesterday, there were seven hundred fifty thousand jobs in the queue. Like, and because we're we had so many workers like trying to process the jobs at once, we kept hitting the rate limit and then just putting them back into the queue. Like, try again in ten minutes or twenty minutes or an hour. So, so you it was could. Like, it's a way to spread it out. You and could rate limit your workers. That's what I ended up doing was right now we have this concept of a worker can process jobs for what it's responsible for. So we can say this, we use Beanstalk. So this tube has five workers, but if there's no work in that tube, it can work on other crap. It can work on anything else. So it, we call them shared workers. The sure. problem is you've got over a hundred workers that say, Hey, I've got nothing else to do. I'm going to work on these HubSpot, but now it floods HubSpot with requests all at once. So now I've, I've taken that approach where, okay, none of the shared workers can work on this particular tube. It's right. It can only be what I've assigned. So it's going to be slower, and, but we'll eventually catch up. Uh, I think Laravel has a built-in way of doing this. I know you're not using Laravel. It does. But Laravel, hey, it's been 24 hours and I'm down to 400,000 jobs instead of 750. Yikes. Whoa. Holy crap. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> How are you tracking job failures? Don't ask me that. I don't want to embarrass myself. Oh, boy. Thanks. So right now, never notify right now, they don't happen. Exactly. That's, the, that's kind of the point. I mean, it gets notified into a database table, but if nobody goes and looks at it, it's never happened. Uh, exactly. 
right now we I write to a table to say here's what the why the failure happened. It gets put back into the queue with a random delay and a message saying we hit a API rate limit. Try again in the future, but that's the extent of it. So what did HubSpot say when you asked about rate limits? Oh, we haven't asked because their their rate limits are well documented and we just assumed that we were stuck with those. Well, you saw that there's a difference between an OAuth rate limit and an API key rate limit. Yeah, but I mean, I am, if he's if, if it's triggering on if it's triggering on their side, then they they know what rate limit applies to him. Yeah, it's not API key. It's it's all OAuth based. See, but you a, get it. You get a team. Go ahead. You're limited to a hundred every ten seconds. I've got seven hundred and fifty thousand jobs in the queue. I hit that and, ten and, second. And, and, uh, and based on the conjecture we talked about earlier, you can get that down to four two one like in no time. <laughs> Just multiply I hit that, by three. That I, what, are you, ten, what are you trying? That to ten secondly rate right limit. Tom? I hit all the time. What are you trying to figure out, Tom? Well, I'm trying to figure out how long this is actually going to take him. <laughs> <laughs> at the at full rate limit, seven hundred fifty thousand divided by sixty gives us twelve thousand. He did all this math over the past this whole week, so now he thinks he's a math <laughs> wizard, and he's like, "Good you, God, honey!" No, it turns out Jesus, I'm not a math guys. wizard. Should be done in two hours. <laughs> I don't know what you've done wrong. <laughs> I haven't done anything wrong other than we keep adding these more stuff to the the queue. All right, Ring Man. Can we move on? Do we have anything else to talk about? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I was trying to share. That's all. Who appreciate the effort there, John? At least I'm Make myself look bad. Stupid. Make myself look bad, but that's okay. That's what I do. John and I John and I saw each other for the first time in almost two years. And we I, hugged. I tried to avoid him. I avoided him for as long as I could. Then he backed back. I went to his house and he avoided me, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yes, we hugged. We physically touched. Probably for, we lingered a little longer than we should have. There was some groping, but I didn't mind. Nobody else around minded either. They kind of stared. But yeah, we, we co-worked but, from a restaurant for a few hours. It was nice. I, I don't know if it's because I haven't used my laptop in so long. I did take my laptop with <laughs> me and or or what was going on, but like the battery life on my laptop was, I mean, <laughs> within a couple hours, we were both down you know, under 10%. You where I remember like... One. I, I seem to have in my head, like, I used to go, you know, used to go like three, four hours before even worried about plugging in. But maybe I'm, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. It's it weird. We were don't more, start on one conversation. We, we were more accustomed to co-working, so we found power a little more quickly, maybe. That's true. Like, like usually one of us was plugged in. And then we just start passing back the, uh, the adapter based on who, who was uh, running low. Mm. So maybe, yeah. that, maybe that was the difference was. And I think right. not having it open, Ooh. probably had Dropbox or something running. I have your fix for you there, John. They have a batch. I'm sure our listeners appreciate you doing this and they not have a, sharing your screen. They have a batch API. I know about the batch API. It's more of a pain in Good the butt God. to implement. All right. I've got separate jobs. How do I combine the data from separate jobs? It's not as easy as you make it sound. Yeah, have your have your queue worker fetch <clears throat> ten at once instead of one at once, and then combine the data into the batch. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll let you write it for me. <laughs> my my queue runner my queue runner I wrote years ago and it's crap. All right, people I'll replace it made with it Laravel way, Horizon. People have made it way better, and it's still it's way better than it was, but it's still crap. All right, we're done. This this has been long. We're not done. Yeah, this is not long. We got a new uh, we have long. we have a new uh, subscriber. 
a new patron, a new, person, a new YouTube Steve. subscriber. Don't fucking get me started on fucking Steve and our fucking new Patreon. Oh, fucking, fucking Steve. Steve. We like fucking Steve. He's no, got whoa, his, he's got his wrong. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> can, we, can we clip that please clip it he's got his own emoticon in the discord channel he does he's, he seems to enjoy it so yes steve uh steve is our new patreon we we do appreciate it i mean steve's been doing a lot of uh streaming himself he, he'll uh so check out his youtube channel i think he's been doing some go stuff lately i i don't pay that much attention to him he kind of annoys me <laughs> <laughs> I can't be mad. I don't even know if we can keep calling him fucking Steve anymore. He's, oh, 100%. He's a, he's a Patreon supporter. I feel bad. No, you don't. He embraced it. That's right. awesome. How many people he embrace did. stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. we'll see what our Twitter looks like after uh, my conversation about Tron Gate. <laughs> well, I told you guys, uh, in, I believe I said it in Discord. Yeah, I did say it in Discord. After I released the PHP Roundtable... That weekend, it was either Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember now. I, I sit down at my computer in the morning, and like my you my uh, Twitter account, my my Twitter account uh, had like twenty or thirty notifications, which is like a crazy amount of notifications for me. I mean, I, I've never I've never had that much. And the first thing I said to myself is, I was like, "Oh crap! What did I see on PHP Ugly that has everybody pissed off?" <laughs> And then I looked at it, and everybody was like talking about PHP Roundtable and and you know saying good, saying good things, which I don't know how to handle that. I don't know what to do. I think they're going to try, try to do something. Nobody's nice to me. It was weird. But oh, we got somebody else following us. What's that? Why do we have the? Uh, that's cool. Somebody else followed us on on YouTube. But yeah, a ton of uh, feedback from the PHP Roundtable uh, release uh, from people just giving just positive. Uh, feedback and if you haven't caught it you really should go listen to it Stuff sarah like put a shirt on. Was, was on there uh, that's that's our word you can't say that word been been, <laughs> been in, a, in our discord tonight she was giving us a hard time for recording so late and uh and joe ferguson was on were, were on as well but um but if you didn't well, catch it, the other thing I hadn't shared with everybody, I, I was kind of playing playing close to the chest, is that, yes, I was working with Sammy. Yes, we were rebooting PHP Roundtable, but Sammy is no longer going to be a part of it. It's a decision he made, and believe me, I did everything I could to keep him involved. But he has his own path he's on right now. Um, he even shared with me that you know he, he had initiated the process or i think he shared it on the show so i don't think i'm having a personal conversation he he, he had initiated the process of starting php roundtable himself a couple times and just wasn't feeling right um and that's when he decided to reach out to me and and ask me if i would take it over and he wanted to hand everything over to me which he did um so i i wasn't being deceitful in saying that uh he wasn't going to be involved and i still hope he does stay involved i I think after Sarah and Joe sat with him, I felt that he was getting back into the groove. But Sammy is always such a positive person. It's, it's hard. You know, I don't know. But he seemed to be connecting. But uh, but he's not going to he, he he's not going to be there as of right now. The plan is he won't be uh, he won't be doing 
It'll just be me. He, and he's I'm, passing the baton. He, passing, he wanted, I'm, I'm the new steward. Yeah. He wanted to see it continue, and he picked the perfect person. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know about that. I, I think he made a great no, no. mistake, but he doesn't worry about you it. Didn't, you didn't let him finish. He picked the perfect person. That person declined, so he chose Eric. <laughs> that is not what I said. At all. But, um, so yeah, we're working on uh, we're working on panel. Matter of fact, I have the panels I'm working on the the next couple of panels. Uh, if you go to the PSP Roundtable uh, website, uh, if you scroll down the right hand side, it talks about upcoming panels. So those are panels I'm working on. And the first panel you may see is a Laravel panel. Uh, Taylor's already committed to being on it. Uh, Matt's already committed to being on it. I'm reaching out to a few more people. That will probably be okay, the next so my, panel. Just my because, invite is in the mail. Well, you're you're in there. I've already reached out to some other people. Other people in our Discord. I might add, there is a there is a there is a panel specifically around PHP podcast PHP podcasters. So I, I think that I think that one's going to actually be like in my head. It's going to be a lot of fun. Like, yeah, I'm planning on getting a lot of people on this one, and hopefully we can just you know give each other shit. Uh, you know, the the problem is like I represent like a third of all the PHP podcasts right now. So, <laughs> 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 so you're gonna Wait, be talking quick. to yourself? Are you gonna be in the stream three times? <laughs> exactly. I'm quick gonna, math. Let me check. Have a couple. One, <laughs> two, three. Mm, Recounting the Laravel podcast. Lair chat. Laravel Live. Yeah. So, not necess- not so, quite yeah. a third. I think you're a third of the regular publications. You know, you might not be wrong in that. Like, we release this. I mean, we're pretty consistent on this. So, yeah, you might not be wrong between this and PHP uh, Architect. That's, I don't know. I mean, PHP Architect is two, two podcasts a month. This is around four. And yeah, I don't know. Oh, Anyways, boy. I, uh, I, 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 I want to get, I, I might bump that. PHP podcaster one up, but I think I I don't know. I really want to get this uh, PHP UG organizers one going as well. And then Sarah had a great idea for a roundtable uh, where she says uh, if, if we can schedule it um, around the beginning of the year, it would be a good time to have a roundtable around RFCs for internal. So talk ah. about some of the RFCs being discussed and try to encourage people who might be talking about submitting RFC, RFCs to get them submitted because that's like the time frame that they really need to be submitted. So I'm super excited about that one because because that's just like that's talking about the future of PHP. I mean, literally what's going in PHP. So uh, I'm gonna be adding that one to to the list as well. But yeah, exciting stuff. I just uh, I'm, I'm trying not to push myself too hard on it right now. I'm just trying to keep it very casual, sending out invites, having starting to have conversations with people. I, I not been doing that until we got the reboot release, so I'm kind of behind right now. I don't have them kind of stacked up like I like to have, but uh, I'll start reaching out to people, and whatever ones come together will come together, and we'll release them. And I have uh, I have about three or four more that um, so this only this only shows the five. So thanks to Filament Dan and the Filament package, I'm able to start putting together my concepts and start the planning phase for all the different uh, panels I want to do. So I have, I probably have, I don't know. I have more than five. These are just the first five I put into the, to the database. So yeah, fun stuff so coming cool. for, to PHP Roundtable. This is nightmarish. Oh, and, and Joe says, so Joe is, Joe Ferguson uh, is going to Longhorn. He's, he's a speaker at Longhorn. He's, like I said, he's also 
one of the volunteers for OSMH. Uh, he says that he will be taking the PHP roundtable elephants that he has left with him to Texas, to Austin. But they've been selling like hotcakes. $75 each. Are they $75? No. I don't think that that sounds like high. No, thirty. dollars. I think they're more than thirty. No, I'm looking at it. It's thirty dollars. I'm looking. I'm on the site right now. So they're thirty now. For us to order ours, when we, uh, I mean, you know, I I think when you're at Longhorn, you know, I can see the price going up to fifty five, sixty dollars. I'm just saying, you know, don't have to do shipping. But uh, I'm just kidding, people. Joe's too nice to do that. Uh, But he is he is running out. So that's my point. Uh, We saw when we did the relaunch, a, a couple people ordered ordered a few, and actually. I think Steve actually ordered one before we did the relaunch. Like we hadn't even, we hadn't. He didn't even know about the relaunch, and he he must have ordered one because he had one like the day before we recorded. Um, so that was just good timing on his part. But but the elephants are are starting to to, to uh, get ordered again. So if you want one, you may want to order one uh, because when I, they're gone, they may be got, gone. I got one up there. Yes, you do. It's a little little blurry, but he's up there. I found out. Oh, so talking to Sarah, uh, remember how I I told you my buddy at Facebook sent me the HHVM elephant, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so when I had all my elephants at the Diego Dev offices, and uh, when COVID hit and we decided to shut down the office, I had to go in there and I packed everything up. We actually rented a storage uh, unit. So all my elephants are in the storage unit. I, I went and got this guy. Um, but I was talking about the HHVM one and she, and she was actually surprised. She's like, how the hell do you have one of these? Like These are like precious. You know, They're, they're only a, a fine amount of these in the wild and very few people have them. So I was actually very excited about the fact didn't that you I have, have one. Didn't you have I mean, multiple and you gave one away? No, no, I just had the one. My buddy, my buddy at Facebook, <laughs> my buddy at Facebook, That's just, right. who I, I worked with for a long time, a great guy, one of the smartest developers I, I know, including present okay. company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right here. Yeah, he, he, and it's not like it's not like we talk all the time. He could just calls me up out of the blue, or he messages me out of the blue one day. He's like, "Hey, didn't you do PHP?" I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, matter of fact, I do it for a living now. I, I created a company, and we're all PHP developers, and that's what he does. He goes, "Oh, great! That's didn't great." Didn't mention the podcast. He's, <laughs> I think I did actually. He's, <laughs> I got this PHP elephant in my desk. Do you want it? I'm like. What's it look like? And he sends me the picture. I'm like, yes, yes, I want yes, it. Yes. <laughs> Get me seven. It, but no. <laughs> I did ask him. No, I did. I'm like, hey, if you can get your hands on more, I'll take them. I'll take them off your hands. He's like, I don't even know where the hell these things came from. I just wanted it out of my desk. I'm like, all right, dude. <laughs> if you ever want to see Eric in a moment of pure carnal pleasure, get yourself a custom uh, Batman PHP elephant and give it to him. Oh, geez. That'll that that just it's well, gonna it's it'll hit too many neurons. He'll fall over and just shake for a while. <laughs> That would that would actually be a good good uh, PHP ugly uh, elephant to have a Batman themed PHP ugly. Yeah, elephant. then we could get sued by one of the biggest I, companies in the world. I tell you, I had the I had the uh, Wave PHP elephant all planned out. We had it named. I had the colors picked and everything, but it takes too long. It's too. Was expensive. it wavy? No, sandy. It, was sandy. it is. It's like it's order sandy. minimum orders of like two hundred, and it's it, the original design is by one guy. So you have to go through him for the 
manufacture. Right? Yeah, it takes a, it takes a long it's like a long lead time. It takes like you have to order them like a year in advance to get. Yeah. Them. By the way, uh, fun fact, and I forget what the name is. And I'm going to get yelled at. Hopefully, Sarah's going to bed. Sarah, have you gone to bed? Yeah, Sarah's <laughs> going to bed. The elephant is actually named after Sarah. It's uh, it's Spanish. It's it's whatever her it's whatever her PHP dot net dot net email address is. Uh, I don't want to say it because if you say it wrong, you say a dirty word, and I can't remember how to say it now. So, but the but the PHP Roundtable elephant is named after Sarah Goldman, and I also found out Sarah you, you Goldman. Keep a, you keep putting a D in her name, Goldman. Goldman. Yeah. But uh, Sarah Polita? Goldman is a Polita. That's that's it. I don't know if that's the right way to say it or the wrong way to say it, but I don't speak Spanish to know if if you're saying a dirty word or not. But uh, anyways. She's also cousins with uh, the creator of Star Trek, I think. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Polita is uh, a chick. Uh, oh no, I think I think that's I think I think that's right. I think yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, yeah, it's and then the there's a Polita. It's a, it translates into she's turned into quite a good-looking chick. So <laughs> the, the connotation but there's, there's is a dirty, there's a dirty way of saying it too. I think I know that one. I think it's with an E. Yeah. So anyways, that's the name of the elephant, and that's why the elephant has that name. All right. I think that's it. We are very, very long here, and I want to go to bed, and you guys are just not giving me anything good to work with here. So <laughs> No, I'm learning Apparently, Spanish now. John, John, John like choked out his dog, so his dog is probably <laughs> laying dead next to him. Yeah, on, my, on my feet, yes. All right. That's it for episode 248 of PHP Ugly. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it Keep ugly. Keep it ugly. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'm going to drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'm going to send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas because he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this because the people love me. Shouts out to people. PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless you with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.